Welcome, this is Superhuman Training. Playfully embodying the new spiritual renaissance. I'm Colby Collins. And I'm Melissa Orion. And today we're talking about new paradigm business models. Woo! Well, that'll change the world, won't it? Yeah, so we've been on this comprehensive journey together of what it means to be a superhuman uh, and that our number one definition of a superhuman is someone that is aligned with truth consciousness and living, embodying Mm -hmm. the new paradigm. And we've been talking in great length about what new paradigm means to us in all these different areas of life, in our gender identities and our sexualities and our relating styles and our relationship to the earth and to our bodies and the spaces that we create. And today it's really about taking that a step further into the paradigm of of business and earning Mm -hmm. money and taking care of ourselves and taking care of those that we love in our communities in a way that can liberate us from the scarcity, fear, Mm -hmm. debt mentality, uh, dog eat dog, we're all out for ourselves, greed models that we all on some level are, you know, seemingly forced to participate in. Mm -hmm. And the question is, what if we What if we weren't? What if Mm -hmm. we didn't have to? What is a new way that we can incorporate that we're not giving the finger to the system and being oppositional or Mm -hmm. battling anything while at the same time embodying these new principles and the way we can in our own lives? And so if any of you uh, are an entrepreneur on a business or an artist or doing whatever your income model is, that we could reflect together about the how right because it's never been done before and there's Mm -hmm. not a lot of examples they're starting to come up more and more and more and more but for most of us uh, we don't have much of an example of a new way of doing things and so uh i we're going to share so much today i'm excited about um this next phase of my own business and our business and some of the ideas that we've been talking about and throwing around and i want to give a big shout out to um my amazing friend ali shanti who perfectly timed today just found a uh, watched a video of a uh, facebook live of hers talking about um her business eyes wide shut that is eyes wide open eyes wide open that's right oh that was a little it's the <laughs> word play yeah eyes wide open um and that's all about new paradigm business model so it was just so perfectly timed and juicy and really started our conversation out in the great greatest place so beautiful do a little bit of check-ins that's what we're going to talk about today and wee bit of checking in yeah well, Colby, it's been a very full week and a half. I had a injury that um, really put me into a more restful state and allowed me to start synergizing on what my most efficient path is uh, because I'm aware every kind of hat person and oftentimes I will do too much because I can. Uh-huh. And so as soon as I couldn't, and I was laid up, I had to start receiving again and asking for what I need and being really efficient with my energy. And that is, I think, really crucial for all of us, but it was really empowering for me this last week and a half to have a lot of people show up and support me and um, support my young child and help me heal my body. So um, little note on that, women, when you get pregnant, which I am not right now, but I've birthed two children, Do not use your abs for anything (laughs) because what happened to me is I actually caused my abs by using them so much during my pregnancy by continuing my awesome active lifestyle. I made it so that my abs didn't want to come back together again around my 
um, belly button around my umbilical region and so I got a repeated injury of a hernia coming through and actually have two of them and in the western culture they want to just open me up stitch me up and I don't think that that's the only way and so I've been doing a lot of research in myself and with my community and obviously on the interwebs around ways that I can heal this and so for me it's super symbolic that my not dealing with my own core made it so that I am releasing the the shit Right. It means um, when you have a hernia that your intestines are starting to come out through your your abdomen wall. And for me, that's very metaphorical to to deal with our core of our energy so that we're not leaking. And right, repair that, the holes. Yeah. yeah. And so um, I referenced that back recently in a project that I'm working on right now around building containers for abundance to flow through, just as a segue, that the term crackpot. And we, we just say that somebody's a crackpot. Well, I don't think that it related to crack cocaine when they were talking about it. I think it related to a crack in the vessel. Right. And so you cannot overflow into any other vessels if you have a crack in the one that is your own core. And so by allowing myself to repeatedly overgive and not nurture myself, I let myself have cracks in my pot. And so that's just extremely symbolic for me. And then I'll just say one last thing that in my meditations over the last few weeks, the thing that I've been seeing is that there is concentric rings around us and that our center of our being is just the size of like a thimble. And that all we actually need is to fill that thimble. And when it overflows, it goes into another ring and then it overflows into another ring. And that you can't ever do wrong. You just stop the flow out of that vessel and so once we've put gold into those cracks like they talk about in um, china that you cleanse and heal what you have broken and it makes it better stronger stronger and more worthy and so when we look at ourselves not as broken and leaking but really look at that area that is leaking and then repair it in ourselves then we can flow over and every idea that we have that we want to birth everything we want in our reality just becomes those concentric rings out from ourselves, and that we don't go from our center out and fill those and put energy into them we just stay present in the moment Mm. and overflow and so what i've been really moving into with my my own meditative work is in my gratitude and in my gifting my giving from an open heart that overflows and so i think that that's a perfect segue in today to uh, what is the new paradigm for me it's around overflowing into communal cups from a place of abundance that we're feeling in ourselves togetherness togetherness and what is what does gifting really mean so um i want to hear your check-in and then let's get into this awesome topic i'm so excited um thank you so much for that i have a really um you are, I, I said it to you earlier, like a pun genius. She's <laughs> always is like constantly uh, saying these words and then reorienting with them with the inflection. And it's this other amazing thing. And mm. I love that about about the cracked pot. And I was as I was listening to you talk, I was thinking about reflecting on the essential value of brokenness or crackedness or leaky energy or being blocked or out of the flow, right? Mm-hmm. And that, maybe even so much of this motivation that we have to 
consume and accrue and you know this like greed energy is really coming from scarcity is us running and not valuing or seeing the appropriate mm. function that our brokenness is playing and that to me I was I was reflecting on you know perhaps the essential value of stuckness of blockness of stagnation where we just need uh, more and more and more and more to compensate our insecurity around that is that actually it's an invitation to see what our true resources are to even know that we have the capacity to as you say repair Mm -hmm. right and bringing the awareness around here's what my idea is that's causing a leak of energy and without judging it or making it wrong or making it bigger and more important than it is right We's like, oh, this is an invitation for me to focus on what's actually real and true and what I actually can do and put into action that then immediately seals the crack, if you will. And then you know because you then notice the energy is flowing again. Abundance is moving moving through us. Mm-hmm. So I really love that. And my check-in is so much about that as well. I, I, I feel like I'm in a major life transition and uh, moving away from Portland for a little while and um, going to India and Southeast Asia and doing this spiritual odyssey. But also, I feel like it's about connecting to a global community that's already starting to show up uh, for me in different ways and to really liberate myself, to disengage a lot from the business practices and the financial institutions and relationship institutions and all of these things that I felt very limited by but wanted to fit in and participate you know that's my part of my resistance there at play and I'm in this amazing process of disengaging reflecting refining and then re-engaging in this Mm -hmm. new paradigm way and particularly around my business and my coaching practice, I had taken a, a hiatus really the last couple of years and, and did other work and, and haven't done very much of it. But feeling like this was necessary for me to uh, have more information about how to engage entrepreneurship, if you will, or collaboration or big projects that that could transform, transform the world, to be a contribution to this movement that so many people like Ali Shanti, like Elijah Ray, are already embodying in such a powerful way to know my place in it and to actually be committed and accountable for stepping into that. And I so much have resisted or held myself back or not been participating because I didn't quite know how to honor myself, but also honor the quote unquote system, you know, mm-hmm. the ways that you need to happen to even be a player in the game. Right. Right. To have worth in this society. Yeah. And, and I'm just feeling so much amazing transformation happening around that right now. And I'm really excited about, um, wherever you go, there you are, you know, mm-hmm. and living and embodying this message and just sharing with people all along the way, you know, this is, I'm committed to living my true self, our true self mm-hmm. and to, embodying this new renaissance that we're in this new paradigm shift so um just last night i'd love the perfection of the universe the order of things and i think Mm -hmm. that's right if if we have a moment where we can just step back from all of the things that we have to deal with you know and this and that and figuring that out and like all of this momentum of just trying to get to a place where we can rest like what you were saying like a give and a give and a give and i'm doing all this and then to have to step back and rest and be like okay, whoa, you know, yeah. what am I really needing right now um, for me? And I've kind of been in that place and 
realizing there's something else that's always also here mm -hmm. and to value that and just noticing this order of the universe the, the miraculous thing of being in this energy yesterday of like all the things i need to take care of before i can leave and feeling stress around that and then also you know waking up this morning to ali shanti's video and uh waking up this morning to i just for i just joined this uh, this gifting circle, which has had all of this like intense energy around it. I mean, it came out a few years ago. It seemed like a big thing. Everyone's jumping on the bandwagon, mostly women, and there were women's circles. And I'm like, oh, that's such a great idea. That's such a such a like start of a new paradigm of relating to money and abundance and all of that. But then of course the system shut it down, and then a lot of people were like, this is illegal, and there's all this energy about it. And I'm like, there's something misaligned mm -hmm. about this. Um, that I, I almost kind of was like getting on the bandwagon of like, it's crap, you know, right. like it's just another form of kind of bullshit. Um, you know, same, same thing, different mask. But my, my good friend, Jenny, whom I love so much, um, that I haven't seen in a few years, but I've connected with her a few years ago. And she just, you know, she just reached out to me and said, you know, I'm, I'm doing this, this fractal economy thing, but we're doing it in a different way. And it's co-ed and anyone that's in resonance can come and it's, the abundance it's not really about the money it's like it's a very small amount of money but it's like the it's about us being in community and sharing and that's where the real wealth is and that we welcome men and we welcome all these people from different walks of life and that are doing different things and so it wasn't this exclusive kind of thing it's like all basically all you got to do to be in the club is to accept the invitation mm -hmm. and that moved me you know because it was like okay this is more in alignment with what this energy is really about the frequency of invitation and the truth of what gifting actually is and so she gifted me into the circle it wasn't all about okay when you come up with your money you can join us it was like join us right, right? you're gifted and, and you get to receive yes. which is the key and that to me i was like okay yes i'm a full yes my yes was already right there but i didn't have that even that thing that would come up that fear that says okay i got to come up with the money or can i really afford it or la 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 None of that was there because all that was there was a yes or no to the invitation. And I literally, the yes was so clear. Like, why wouldn't I step into sharing abundance and networking with all these people? And I just got it. And it's a network all around the world. And I just got the model. Like, if my value, if what's important to me is I'm giving this money as an investment, I'm taking this risk. Allie talked about risk and reward. And even in this like new paradigm spiritual gifting circle, right? That's how they present it. That the energy is still, I have to take this risk with this money in anticipation of this huge reward when it's my turn. So then there's all this pressure to like get people and sign them up and get, you know, get their money and get yourself closer to the reward. Right. So lack based. Mm -hmm. And so the that and that value, it's still not facilitating connection it's like we're all using each other to get ahead and what was different to me and she did and I'm like okay well then I'm gonna give someone in and then I invited you I invited you in and I'm like oh I'll pay for you to to you to come in and join because I just met these amazing people and we're, here's the thing and you said yes right and it was mm -hmm. easy to do that and I'm like what if that whole model was based on no one has to come up with anything to come in but they say who are you what do you have to offer our value is not on your money. Our 
our primary value is on what you have to bring and offer in your vibrancy and yourself. Right. But then the money piece is still there. But with that energy, like, cause when that, you know, if my friend had said, we need you to come up with this to owner, I would have went into all that stuff. But when it was about, I can't wait to invite Melissa mm -hmm. into this community here and mm -hmm. then paying the money for you felt amazing. And it felt like so effortless and easy. Right. And I was like, of course I can do that. For and her. you're so good at giving. And I think that that's one of the things that we're really going to shift into in this conversation is around when you're coming from a place of that joy of giving and that joy of abundance, then you want to share it with everyone. You, everyone that is aligned to that and makes you feel great, you want to see them feel great. Yes. And that, that compersion is what we've talked about um, on here before with the opposite, if we're going to look at opposites and duality, of jealousy is compersion, the love of love, the joy of joy. So when I see you thrive, it makes me happy and therefore I'm thriving more. Yes. So you wanted to play with me more and find more ways for us to align. And so you invited me in and instantly I get to choose, am I feeling resonant with that vibration? Yes. And who do I want to play more with and right. who do I think is also resonant at that vibration? Yeah. And it feels, I mean, then that's basically kind of like what she was saying, like our, you know, our circle's gotten stagnant or whatever. And it felt like we realized and discovered the peace because the energy immediately started moving and mm -hmm. flow and going. And I'm like, what if I do my business this way? What if I offer my services, my coaching services, my cheerleading services mm -hmm. and my programs and the, the guidance tools that, that I've been given to share and the creation tools, not for free, not, I'm not valuing it. So I'm just giving it away to everyone, right? It's more of, I'm holding this value and so clear on it, but I'm inviting you if you're in resonance, if it can truly serve you, right? Cause I only want to work with people that, that I can truly serve because mm -hmm. they're in resonance with that message in yep. that way. And that if I say, you know, come in, like I'm doing, I have this many, this many hours a week that I'm doing sessions and, and in the beginning, and even like holding a, a, a number of those every week where I'm gifting, I'm inviting people into a gift with it, with the intention that if this truly serves you in the way that we both feel that it could, then someone else in your life that you're connected with that you know would benefit from this particular form of guidance that you invite them in and then you pay for them. You gift them. You gift them that session. And so the business is still generating income. But it's playing for I'm getting I'm getting my, my needs met. Mm -hmm. But it's a generation model, yep. right? Where we're generating more and more and more. Because to me, I'm not doing this work to make all the money. Mm -hmm. I would be lying if I said I didn't want more money in my life to be able to do more things, but I'm pretty much doing mostly what I want to do anyhow, because mm -hmm. I'm a minimalist and not really into a lot of material stuff. But yeah, I mean, I would be lying if I didn't say that, but I'm not doing this for the money and to make money. I'm doing it to embody and spread yes. and share this message that I feel is integral yep. to, who, to who I am. And so I'm just so excited about all of that, putting that in place. And really just this morning, I just got clear that that's going to be my business model. And I don't know how, you know, about all the kinks and all the other things to work out with it. But to me, just that right there is having me feel so expanded and right. joyful. Yep, and at ease. And at ease with Beautiful. it. Yeah, and then now I have all this pressure about I gotta do sales funnels and marketing and, and manipulate people into you know believing why they should why they should invest their money. No, all that. It literally that just removes that piece. Beautiful. You know?
Yay! I love it. High five on that. Um, well, I love that you commented earlier on my wordplay because the two things that I feel like really resonated in this the most with me is generation. The word generation is what we use for a description of an era of people and to generate. And so we're a generation that is generating. And so if we think about that, we are an organism, we're an entity unto ourselves that is generating. And when we start to see that generation is just unto itself, that it's a, it moves, it flows. And what you um, loved earlier when I said the word currency, that it is a currency, it is a sea of energy flowing through and that we're really just riding that. And so if we think about really forming and seeing what is already formed, as a an organized entity unto itself that just lets current flow through it and so when we think about that and then we relate to the word pay attention when we pay attention to something we're giving it our energy and so we've talked before about resistance that people saying that resistance is everything right now we have to resist the status quo we have to resist the government we have to resist 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 that is paying attention to it And when people say, if you're not angry, then you're not paying attention. I think that's absolutely ridiculous. I think that you can allow things to exist and see them without forming a resistance strategy against them. Which is just adding energy to it. Which is adding energy to it. You're investing in it. And so I explained it when I was was a teenager as bully on the bus. That there's a bully on the bus that is just going to pick at you, pick at you, pick at you, pick at you. And if you engage with them and you resist them, then you're giving them the attention that they wanted. If you choose to not pay attention to it, then it eventually stops. And so in that, there's an energy around what are we paying attention to Mm -hmm. and how are we paying things forward? And so as you watched your friend Ali Shanti today share her brilliance in just a simple thing of a YouTube or a Facebook Live, you paid attention to it. And that was giving energy. It was giving your currency of your attention to her and her projects and what she's doing. And since her projects happen to be inclusive of everyone, you were paying attention to something that is you. And so if we really think about that double toyed energy field and use that spherical consciousness that we've talked about before that is around each one of us individually, and we think about that as a whole of the whole planet being in that sphere and then businesses being in those spheres that what we're paying attention to is generating more energy for that business. And for all of us to share. share. Exactly. And so um, as we really get into the topic today, I feel like the word gifting and then the words paying attention and the currency is really that the formulation of those we can start to look at does this other model and these other businesses do those function with these new terms that we're working with principles these new principles and one of the things that um is a hot topic right now because we're coming into august is burning man and somebody um today was um posting on the old (coughs) fb saying that they're looking for a burning man ticket and burning man is such a hot commodity now that people are selling these tickets scalping them for ridiculous amounts of money and that was not the point of burning man to start with the point of it was people 
collaborating, combining energy, and really living in an anarchist way. And being outside in an incubator of, of gifting economy within the city. Right. right. And so when you show up to this this semi-autonomous space and this temporary city that is formed, the purpose of it is to come with your own needs taken care of, your own food, your own shelter, but then to bring something beyond that you're gifting to others. And I've shown up at Burning Man before just having been gifted a ticket, gifted a place to stay, gifted all the things that I need when I'm there, and I just come with my extra abundance to share. And it's incredible to feel in just one week's time, a reprogramming of our consciousness around, I have to trade something that I've earned. Right. And we use the paper and we use the, the, all these digital ways now to show that we're trading our worth of what we've given that was of value for something else that's of value. And when you rewind out of that and you live in this village for just that little bit of time and you receive just because you are, Right. And you give just because you are. And when you live in that field for just that little bit of time, it starts to rewire and reprogram your consciousness. And then a lot of people have this really hard time integrating back into their status quo life because they've gone to this place that liberates them from all those stories. And then they go back to something that they're back into a system where one of the, one of the things that we've been talking about a lot lately is the idea of credit. Right. That this is a program inside of a game that we get to choose to unplug from. Now, there is so much fear, fear around yes. that yeah. because you're never going to be able to buy a house. You can never get a credit card. You can never do this, la di da da Now, the, the thing around that is that we were innately born into this game. The game that has everyone starting out that in has debt. everyone starting out <laughs> in less, a deficit nothing, yes. that you have to That's somehow play by their rules right. and that to, crunches what even you have to offer exactly. and show because you're having to do it to, to survive to get and it by. keeps people stagnant and so right. there's a purpose for the game board creators inside of that particular game where they want to keep people in stagnancy and fear and they want to keep them separated and they want to keep them in this box of thinking that their credit is valuable and all these other parts and they of keep the having game. their hand out being like you owe me more all of that me. story exists inside right. of one matrix now what we're choosing to offer as invitations with the superhuman training program and what we're choosing to offer in all the other parts of our life and with everyone that we relate to in every form of relationship is around a different sort of game where we're all the game creators. And so there's no longer these 1% as we talk about that hold all the money and hold all the power that are creating the game board. We get to unplug from that game. And that is really terrifying for some people. And without having to people, battle it or make it wrong or anything. That's any of the that, real deal. We're just like coming over here and just making up a different game and playing it and inviting other people to play if they want to. Not having right? all the, the tools yet. But knowing that right. every person that comes is bringing their own toolkit. And that kits. part of that initiation is shifting our relationship to our own fear. And that circles us back to what we were talking about, shifting our relationship to our pain. And that's really what a superhuman does, to reappropriate our value of how we're valuing this pain, this brokenness, how we're noticing that we're over-identified with it. Because we're so over-identified with it that we have to have strong resistance and strong protector parts and strong insecurity in order to in order just to play the game well to even get a little bit ahead, right? And that 
there is another way and that's what we're and we don't have to know every single little detail of it and that that's the initiation part it's going to feel unfamiliar at first mm-hmm. our egos are going to balk it and be like i don't understand that we're, we're going to be and the insecurity comes right up and says but isn't that what that the risk isn't that what it's already and what if the reward was already here in this moment because of the joy, the acceleration, what it feels like to know that, and we've talked about that so much about what the resonance of alignment feels like in our bodies and in our space, and you can feel it. And when you start to acknowledge and value that feeling, I don't have to have all the answers, but what I know is that in this moment, I am in the flow. I am supported, I am flowing, I am sharing, I am inspired, and that's the currency. That's what matters matters more to me than whatever my bank account may appear to be at any given time or whatever, right? And that this invitation to shift our value, what if our value on wealth wasn't about the symbol of accruing of wealth? What if wealth, what if we valued that primarily as wealth is connection, wealth is giving right and because you can't give without receiving too they're actually right in the flood that's a toroidal feel like when you're truly in that you're not giving so that you can get you're truly giving and by that you automatically receive receive yes and so i feel like one of the greatest shifts that's coming right now is people learning how to receive and so that goes back to my check-in earlier I had to slow down from doing, 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 and being in the gifting to the receiving. And it feels so good to get past my barriers with receiving. Mm-hmm. And then to recognize so that the people gifting earning, to me are right. enjoying the process of giving. Right. That they actually and are receiving a, in their gifting. Yeah, exactly. Gift to, and so yeah. um, one of the things that I feel like was really powerful about what you said there and related um, so much to that, that currency that we talked about is that we are conduits for that currency, that we are just propelling and promoting energy all the time. And so when we talk about being in the flow, that if you're alive, you're in the flow. Yeah. You are being puppeted by and divine you're, you're energy. If you're alive, you're to that exactly. Truth. You're in some degree of resistance. So when to we're it. centered, and what I was saying earlier around my my center being cracked, yeah. uh, and my my field of my energy was allowing something to leak, that was making me slightly out of the flow. Right. Obviously. I'm a a flow happy person and I stay in the flow as much as possible. And yet the conduit of energy that we can have flow through us. And I love using this term. I use it in our prayer. Every time we start is let us be a conduit of we can do it. Conduit, conduit. We can do it. Yeah, we We can do it. it. We can do it. (laughs) That, That by knowing that you are, but a, a channel of currency and that it flows through us then we no longer hold on to it. And so one of the things that I've related before to my fabulous relationship with Mr. Colby Collins is that from day one, we decided that we were never allowed to keep a ledger of who paid what and who owes who. That was not our story. And so for years now, Colby buys this meal, I buy the next. I pay for us to do this, he pays for the next. We just go, we just have a natural flow with it sometimes but I don't it's also have not much... it's also not tit for tat like that we too, absolutely right? no we yeah, don't just, do it's it just like a trust we don't... Of, it's not like i paid last time you paid this exactly time, we right? don't 
ever think about who has given more or who has given less. We're just in a flow with and it. And because the true value of our connection, I don't care how who's given more money or a lot more money, it's not even because the, the value is our connection yep. and sharing joy and sharing experiences together. Exactly. Right? And it's like, who cares who has the, the money that's necessary? Well, we allowed it to right? flow through we with each other. We allowed it to other. flow through. And, and, you know, and even just that thing of how that is an exact example of the assertion of value that is our power, our creative power is summed up as our ability to assert value. We, and I've said it so many times, something only matters as much as we say it does. Something only means what we want it to mean. Mm-hmm. Right. And that is the key to life. Yep. And if I, and in that example, if I had valued my money, Right. Or valued your money so much that if you gave something to me, I immediately felt like I had to pay you back Mm -hmm. or you paid for lunch this time. So next time I better make sure I can't say yes to our lunch date because I can't pay for it yet. So I have to say no. Yeah. And that is not our story. Then that all of our value would be wrapped up in this thing. And then my value wouldn't be on the like, yeah, I really want to see you. Let's go. And it wouldn't be this thing of like, oh, I know you paid last time. And after that's not even there. It's not even on the table. And this is the example because our value is on our connection Mm -hmm. and on the experiences that we can share together. And we trust that all of the resources are here shared between us, no matter what that looks like in any given moment. And that's how it's played out with us. Exactly. And that, that to me has liberated me so much in all my other relationships to start birthing that sort of communication with them and this teamwork that we have the team play Mm -hmm. we truly feel like family we know that we are and I don't look at the things that I give to my children or my parents or my sister in the way that I look at any other relationships so why don't I start allowing everyone that is my friends and my collaborators to feel like family wherein I have abundance Yeah, I got all my sisters with me. Yeah, and we got abundance, you see? And so in that, we we in that appropriation of our value, it's what we're paying attention to. And so I am valuing my connection and my family feeling grounded and safe more than the the stagnant energy of holding on to it so that because that comparing and contrasting against who I might be tomorrow where something might happen and I need that in my savings account to make sure that I can afford that that isn't paying attention to the now and so the more that you and I have done this with each other the more that we are truly present with the present moment. And so I I just come back to the wordplay around allowance that our parents would give us an allowance when we were kids. Right. If we allow ourselves to be present in this moment, we are perpetually opening a present. We're perpetually opening the present moment. And inside that is our allowance. So by allowing ourselves to be present in this moment, we're perpetually opening the present moment so of allowance. And well, and to me, the, the next piece of that was like, what is the present? The, my, the present is my awareness of what I've already been allowed. And that's like, that's what we have to share. We all have amazing gifts. And a lot of times we don't bring the gift because the world hasn't said it's valuable or mm, worthy. Mm-hmm. Or if you follow that dream, you'll never, I mean, my grandmother used to say that to me. If you do that, you'll never amount to nothing. You'll never amount to anything. Why don't you do this? You have the skills and the intelligence. Why don't you make sure you're going to get a high paying job? Because that's where the value is. Right. But it's like, no, my value, my sanity and my happiness and contentment more than mm. any amount of money ever. Yep. And how many times have I heard parents say or partners say or friends say 
you know, I have to work. I would love to come and share this with you, but I can't because I have to pay this bill. Or mommy wishes she should be home with you tonight for dinner, but mommy can't because mommy has to pay for your bills because mommy's a single mom, right? And like just feeling all, I was just tuning into just the amount of heaviness and density and weight around all of that. And obviously, yeah, we got to take care of our needs. We got to make sure our needs are met. And uh, in that context of being a single mom, yeah, you got to make sure that your children's needs are met. But how much more energy would you have available if you were actually valuing and using what's been allowed to you, your mm-hmm. gift, instead of doing something you really don't want to do just because you know it's going to be a sure thing, right? It's this different perception and valuing of the idea of risk. Yep. And if the reward is in the risk already and you don't have to wait for it, and it's got chills all over my body, the reward is in the risk. The reward is you expressing how much you are claiming and owning what is yours to do, what is yours to offer, and that you are trusting that in that giving away of that, you are participating in this flow that immediately is gonna bring the receiving to you. And I've seen that so many times with people that move through the sphere and they do this grand gesture, they've maybe been in this um, battle with someone. And I've even had things like this in in my past and and I've lost friendships and things. This was just part of why when I met you and I was like, oh my God, we're best friends. Okay, I've made these mistakes with people I felt similar resonance with before and now they're not in my life anymore and I have a lot of heartbreak around that. And so like, I don't ever give a fuck about any money stuff ever done. We're not doing it, right? (laughs) And, but so much of that, like you owe me this. And so I'm going to withhold connection. I'm going to withhold sharing space with you because you owe me for this. And then seeing that just completely break, I've seen it break families apart and break friendships apart that are otherwise really supportive and beautiful. And most businesses that don't succeed, that's why. Yeah. And it's just kind of like, I, I took this risk on you. And you're not giving me my reward back, so you're a piece of shit, and now right. you don't deserve my love and attention, because, yep. right? And that whole thing is just like, God bless us all, you know? It's just like so messed right. up, and that we're that we 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 haven't realized fully this this other way. And it's like I I think about that quote a lot. I was thinking about it a lot yesterday. That that beautiful quote. I don't even remember who said it. Maybe it was Hafiz. I like. I would love it if it, maybe it's come from Hafiz. I love saying Hafiz. <laughs> well, said it. but it said after all this time the sun never turned to the earth and said mm-hmm. you owe me yep and that i mean chills again I mean, we got perky nipples today because that is you feel like that what is the sun what is the sun in us this generative yep radiance. truth radiant light and what makes us the most radiant but by expressing what we know, yep. what we are good at, what we are blessed with. And if we all valued, I mean, of course, everyone's gonna have different things that they can contribute on different levels, behind the scenes, in front of the scenes, but what if we have had an equalization of value that the, the worth was not based on how much you generate, how much you accrue, how many mm-hmm. lives you touch, how much money you make, but it was, are you living your truth? Yep. Are you expressing what's yours to do on any level, even if what's yours to do is, cleaning or housing or doing you know save yeah, or whatever it is they love that because that's what you love exactly it's love. like then that is the measure of success yep and we we all if we're all sharing in that it's like are you in alignment and moving in this energy and participating yes. or are you not and you know it's like if you're not then like we support you in doing the work we give we give these perpetual invitations right to move and if exactly. you are then 
you're on it. You're supported because we right. all are sharing all of this together. And right. that, I mean, that that's the sun energy. And to me, that's what the true value um, that we all have to bring is. Yep. And, and you can feel that. You can feel, tell when someone's, wherever it's their job or whatever, and I, I, I tend to affirm it every time I see it, yes. every time I see anyone, I, even though it's a Look, um, paying attention. Yeah. There was a person, um, that checked me out at the uh, grocery store and she was just bubbly and she was just, and she had memorized all the codes and I could just tell, she's like, and there's that fruit. And, the and code she was this. loving she it. She was loving it. It was like stimulating these different parts of her. She was a young girl. I could tell like, maybe this is me, you just me supporting my, my dance that I want to do or whatever it was, but she had so much enthusiasm and kindness and love and she was enjoying connecting with people and I said you're amazing at what you do and this this job isn't who you are but you are bringing your yes. light and your gifts to this yep. and you're fucking awesome yes way to go baby and you basically gave her a tip it's like every time that you give that way to go and you give that props it's that mirror reflecting back and growing that energy so she's not doing that to get those props Right. But she's being in her. that, yeah. she's receiving exactly. all of that. And that, and that's, that that's is a, it. It's such a key and right there. It's such a key. And so I love what you were talking about. I just kept seeing this this metaphor in a, a very physicalized sense. I was seeing this generator of energy having all these little parts inside of it. And we talk about that a lot of like all the cogs inside of the, the mechanisms that make something function. Each part is just as important. So if you look at the face of a clock and you see all the, the hands moving and that's what you're seeing is the focal point, behind that clock face is a whole lot of parts that matter just as much as those hands moving. Yeah. And so without all those parts doing their part, then we wouldn't have function. That's and right. so equalizing I, the value, the no equalizing what the value. And so the hands on the front of it is like the celebrity figures, but behind the scenes, you've got every one of their production team and everyone that is making that show possible for you to even get the face of Oprah. Right. Right. And so I feel that re resonance right now. in as we move towards these different forms of, of commerce and these different forms of business, where when we come in and what Ali was talking about, we come into something as an investor and we're looking at our risk and our reward. But if we started valuing, like you said, the risk is the reward that by opening and giving my part and then bringing my energy to this, that's actually a reward unto itself and knowing that you're contributing to this flow That's and the seeing deal. it the immediately flow the, the immediately play of it yeah. and so if we're gamifying everything and that when we're putting our energy into something we are watching that thing grow so if we're if we're looking at it like we're playing um, minecraft or something and we get together with a team and we build this awesome thing inside of there that is a thing that we put our energy into now if we're focused on the game and the game is let's see how much we can build and let's see how many people we can shake up and let's see how much fun we can have and when we're coming in with our gift and our gift may be a hundred thousand dollars a million dollars or it might just be our time and energy of sharing they're all the same value 
It's all the same energy of I'm giving myself and my power to this collective vision. And so and as relating we back the to of you thrive, I thrive or thriving. Exactly. And yeah. relating back to what you said at the beginning around gifting circles that there was if you're not familiar with the term, there was um this big uh movement around these gifting circles where people would bring in five hundred dollars, five hundred um, five thousand dollars whatever it is and then they would basically bring in other people that would gift that kind in. of like multi-level and, marketing and it's sort like, of, right but yeah. it was around these concentric circles and so as they build enough people in the outer ring then it splits and people come into a, a center ring and then by the time they're in the very center then all of those gifts come to them and what i thought from the very beginning of this is how great it would be if this form was around philanthropy so if we as a group, instead of putting our monthly tithings of our businesses um, money that we're putting or our household's money we're putting into a charity and we don't have any idea where that's going and we don't have any say in it, but we just feel like it's the right thing to do or we have to do it because our business has to give a certain amount for tax purposes, this whole story of that, then what if we were creating collectivized energy around a single point mm. and that point of energy was our real focus it wasn't about we're going to get this thing in return but we're putting our energy into something greater and so what i was saying to colby when he invited me into this new form of collaboration was this is the real way we gift to somebody that we want to play with and we think would benefit from this group and this thriving together and when we get to the center then we're choosing as a collective where that money is going. And so we're just playing this tithing game. We're playing yeah. a game of let's see how many people we can get into the same team right. and have a goal. And then once that goal is met, let's make another and goal. And still everyone's still getting their, their needs met. You're still getting your, you know, ROI, return on investment, but the focus or the true value is not what's my going to be my return on investment. It's going to be like, how are we going to all be able to share and support and share our wealth and abundance in, in an even more greater amazing way? I'm still going to get my needs met along the way. We're all going to get our needs met. Right. And we're going to not only get all of our needs met, but we're also going to be able to serve so many more with right. the invitation of, you want to play? Exactly. And play is everything. That's what we've yeah. talked about. We say playfully embodying the new spiritual renaissance. The idea of play brings us into a flow state. The idea of a team, when you have a basketball team or a soccer team, they can get into this consciousness together where they release their individuality into a goal that is all of their combined efforts. And that's why it's so cool to play on a team. But if you're out of school or you're not into sports, then how do you have that team effort? And so that's why a lot of these new paradigm businesses are all around co-ops. Yeah. So people come in and they say, well, I've been wanting to have this sort of thing, whether it is a, a new art studio space that is being developed or it's a new form of business that's sharing people's their music with the world, or it's a place to get your really, food. It's really starting to pop up. They're popping up yes, everywhere New because York, it's, LA. it's collaborative systems. And so they're not just bringing their tithed amount of money that is investing into this co-op, but they're bringing their energy and their network. And so this is something we've talked about before. The new paradigm of business isn't going to be your net 
worth, it's your network. It is the way that you hold integrity in your relationships. So Colby and I have been talking about, well, I, I don't feel like I've held so much integrity with the financial institutions. I owe this much money to Wells Fargo or this much money to this, la-di-da-di-da, and it's affected my credit. Yet, I have a lot of credit with the people in my life. I only have a couple of people that I still quote unquote owe to that I still feel guilt around and I'm still in relationship with them. I still communicate with them mostly the ones that want to. And, and yet the field of every other choice I've made from that point forward, I have held integrity with it. And it's and not, that's the growth. That's, do the, I, that's oh, the healing, the crack is like, exactly. the, so now I understand what my person, I was, the reason why I got into this mess in the first place is because I was out of integrity with myself and I couldn't see it. I right. was resisting my own flow. I was resisting my own allowance and I was trying to play the game and play into other people's pain and my own pain there. And that it's like, can, you know, the invitation is, can we have compassion? For all of that and be like yeah that was a broken an expression of the brokenness and now i'm repairing the crack and that's what growth is yes. and next time i'm more informed and more resourced to engage in a different way and i love that you're saying that because it's so and it's so true and then we and to right. me it's like um that's what um my former partner nana was just telling me yesterday that spirit had shared with her about ways to release guilt and ways to untangle ourselves from things that we may feel responsible for mm -hmm. only thing you can take responsibility for is what you see in the mirror mm -hmm. and if you're willing to go and look like i've got this crack this leak here's how my i played into it i can own that yep. but i can't own all of the the other person that played with me in that game or every other right? person I, in society I yeah i can't wait for them to say game over for me to say no my that i'm not playing that game anymore yep right and so that growth is it's like once i got the growth and i'm like wow and next time i'm gonna go over here and play a different game then yes. if you're truly valuing that truth and that growth then the guilt and the shame regardless if the other people are still projecting their stuff on you right mm -hmm. that doesn't matter because yep. as long as you're not still valuing that or playing that game the guilt and shame has served its purpose its function for you to bring that inquiry and awareness and then to actually shift and then put action into playing the new game exactly and so that's there a superhuman are... train a superhuman quality or, or process right there about exactly. releasing guilt and shame well and so i'll go into some personal inquiry that i've had recently and um one of my people that i'm um cheerleading in yeah. his own spiritual path is is basically playing the aristotle to my plato or the plato to my socrates whatever we want to say he's where he's opening the vessel between the two of us through his inquiry through his questions where i'm able to channel through for both of us and he does the same for me and so in that process what i was communicating with him this last weekend that was so valuable for me was around magnetism and when we're in a relationship with something that is a feeling like guilt jealousy regret all of these these feelings they're keeping us in a maybe place so if we've got our, our polarities between our yes, our fuck yes, and our hell no, and yeah. then there's those polarities, right. right? Then when we are hell, when we're saying hell no, but we don't even like, can, yeah. can, we can't get ourselves away from it, then we stay in maybe. And so most people are still in the no, and they're so they're perpetuating their stories all the time. They call everyone up and they want to complain about the thing that they're resisting when they don't actually recognize that by 
fully shifting to their fuck yes, then they are magnetically propelled. Allowing They're the fuck allowing yes. And the fuck themselves. yes is already here. It's already They're just not here. valuing it properly. And so yeah. Abraham Hicks communicates about the contrast. Yeah. That we are, we are, we signed up for this. We chose to come into the human game of contrast. And that is so awesome. Yeah. If we can have gratitude for that this is the game and that it's manifesting in all these different ways and it looks like all these different things on the game board, but the true story of it is that we are in the game of contrast. So every single time we either eat the thing that doesn't work for us or we listen to the music that doesn't work for us or we meet somebody in the relationship that doesn't work for us, we're getting a no and we get to say yes to something completely different well, so when why we're staying, am i invested in this no how am i saying is, no to this myself is the superhuman training. if i'm clear about what my no is then i automatically am clear about what my yes exactly is, and contrast. so so what we're really inviting with this this game of superhuman training is that when we have done that inquiry when we've used the things from the beginning of our episodes where we are listening to our body in is our body saying fuck no but we keep trying to say well maybe Maybe, because right. it seems like the lowest hanging fruit seems like the right thing to do. Then we're staying in a maybe. And so we're magnetically staying charged right. and attached to that no. As soon as we release completely and allow our fuck yes to happen, then that kinetic energy that was built in that magnetic pole is what propels us in the direction of our yes. And so as we do that culturally and as we do that towards businesses and towards our governance models, which is our next episode, as we, instead of resisting it, which stays in the maybe, gives it fuel, but we say, thank you, that was enough, and we say yes to what we truly desire, then we, as a group, as a species, yes. can be pulled magnetically towards and so our yes. And there's so much momentum and power. And Hallelujah. there's so much more momentum. And, the, and say thank you to the kinetic yes. energy that was built. Right. Because if we didn't have the contrast, if we didn't have all the no, then we wouldn't have that magnetic. Yes. Exactly. And we wouldn't have that propelling towards what we truly desire, right. which are game boards that are being built by people all around the world and so we want to be able to offer underneath our superhuman training um, podcast whether you find us on youtube or you find us on itunes we want to be able to offer some of these examples of new paradigm businesses that are functioning around the world so that you can see because i feel like it's really crucial that we start seeing through the veil and seeing that utopic idea in a physical form yes. of people creating co-op villages around the world, creating these cooperative business models, and people like Ali Shanti that are just posing the invitation of, let's transparently play this game together. We don't know how to do this. Let's figure it out together. I I love you, Ali Shanti. Yes, thank you so much. And we're so excited to play in that realm with you. Yeah, and just as I was listening to you talk and just that brilliant um, synthesis of, I feel, the core of these these principles and the core of this invitation, that we're being invited to reappropriate our value on what work is, right, and what effort. And to mm, me, when I yes. when I encounter resistance, it seems really hard to get through it and to work through it. And you know, when I'm in the no, it's like heavy and stuck. And you know, there's so much work to do when we're moving from resistance. And the contrast of like when I'm in flow, when we're moving in flow, when we're moving as our yes into more yes. 
there's almost like this effortlessness quality That's of exactly it. exactly what and it is. And actions are still, right, if work is just defined as like just an action, right? Mm-hmm. I got to like lift my arm in order to hold the phone, right? Right, the, you could call work that work. Right, I could call that work. And you know, there, it is an energy expenditure. But if, if I'm expressing energy that I'm just being fed with, like that's the yes. giving and receiving, then there's an effortlessness to it. Then we don't have to work so hard. And that's what everyone values so much, right? If they, if they want to assert how much value they, I worked so hard on this business. I worked my ass off. They're asserting how much pain and toil and struggle that they have to go through and that that's where the value is. And yeah. you need to pay me all this much because I worked so hard for you, right? And just that right there. And I and I know that everyone is listening. I, I would guarantee that everyone is listening can relate and reflect on what is your value of hard work and is there a possibility for you to be invited to consider it differently and that when you are valuing your no the to me the essential value of the no or the block is just to get clear on what the yes is so as soon as that happens I can release the, all the energy and all the resistance to the no, and all that energy is immediately leveraged and flowing in yes, I'm still working, I'm still sharing, I'm doing my work in the world, quote unquote, but now it's an effortless, joyful, radiant expression radiant. of truth. Radiant, that's the key. Right, and then, yeah, I mean, that really that really is. So can, and I would say right here as we're, we're coming up to the end, this, to me, that really says it all here, that, the value of invitation, and invitation is a free gift mm-hmm. that the other person can accept or not, and that's honored. And if there were to be one critical invitation of this entire conversation, it's to, we invite you to reevaluate your value and perception of work, of your own worth and value, and on your business practices, right? Whether you own a business or if it's how you spend your your money or what you think you right. have to do to, to get it or hoard it or whatever and why are you invested in that yes and how can you have these conversations and begin to experiment that's what i like with play like this is an yeah, experiment just an we experiment. don't really know how it's gonna go we don't we don't need it to be any certain way we're just exploring and yep. experimenting like yep. ali said we're playing with this idea how can you play with it in your own life how can you take wherever you think that you have to work hard and you are affirming this hard work is what i have to do in order to get where i want to go it's like the reward is in the risk i already have been allotted allowed Mm -hmm. the space to share what i am and can i not do this thing that's so hard and, and so much pressure and actually step to that fear and being like i may still spend just as much time on it i may still uh, you know, everything that we would constitute as hard work, I may still be doing all those things, but because I'm being motivated in a different energy, yes. I'm going to get a much bigger result and a much quicker, faster time. And you're going to enjoy the process and, you're gonna, and be and in that's the that's presence. The real, and thank you so much for saying that because that, I mean, you just like completed my sentence there because if the value is on the joy of being ourselves and doing what's ours to do, no matter what we're going to get from it, yep. if that's the real value, if that's the reward and the risk is the reward, we're playing, baby. We are moving. We're yeah. expanding. Exactly. Thank That's you so much. perfect. Thank That's you. perfect, Colby. And so I think as we wrap up, there's a couple things that just feel like little things that we can do. One is where you are right now, look around your community, look online and find places that are building cooperatives of some sort, whether it's a cooperative community center, a cooperative restaurant, a cooperative mentorship program, whatever it is, and see how you can plug in and play. And 
through that, you're going to find community that's like-minded, that wants to receive from you and wants to stoke your fire. Because every single time you get around someone that is in a like frequency, you're mirroring each other and you're illuminating each other's greatness. And so that's one little way to like get into the game and play it. And then another thing is around that idea of gifting. Every day, you can gift a dollar. You could give five every single day. And then maybe it'll build to the point where you're gifting 20, you're gifting 100, you're gifting or whatever. Or maybe you're, you're gifting your services. You're well, I love the idea of releasing yeah. our right. attachment to this paper and this story and what it took for me to earn it. So one of the things I started doing is I started just dropping the dollar bill somewhere. Or I, I want to get really good at um, reverse pickpocketing so I can put money <laughs> into people's right. pockets. But a way we can do that without just throwing money around is you can go onto someone's Patreon account or you right. can send someone a PayPal or you can now Facebook has the money you can send to people just send them a buck like a dollar seems so minimal and yet it's getting the current flowing and it's creating a non-attachment and it's it's allowing the idea that you are just a vessel for it to flow through and so if every day you you start giving exactly every day you start giving then you're allowing someone else to receive And that is going to start playing forward. So those are two little fun games that we can start playing. I can invite all of you to reflect on how and why you're giving, where you're being motivated from. Are you giving just so you can get, right? And that it is valid that we have our own needs to take care of, Mm -hmm. right? Are you you not meeting your own needs and that you have to give in order to try to get someone else to meet your needs? To really reflect and inquire on what's my relationship to giving? And then to inquire and reflect on what's my relationship to receiving? Yes. You know, am I pulling? Am I victimizing myself? Am I sabotaging myself just so that I can get others to take care of me and receive that? Because that's not truly receiving. Really, right? right? right. It's, and, um, and 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 if you're in that space, you're not allowing yourself to receive the truth about what your gifts are and what your exactly. resources are. Exactly. And we become mirrors for each other yeah. in that. And so then the last thing I think would be a fun inquiry is around collaboration. Where, how do you value collaboration? What are your paradigm stories that you've been fed your whole life around collaboration? And we've been, we have all these things around um, forms of government and forms of commerce where we say, no, that isn't okay for people to collaborate in those ways. That's new age and that's hip but where can you start collaborating with people? And one of the things that we did um, at the house we used to live at is that instead of having a potluck, we had everyone bring the food that needed to be cooked from their refrigerator. And then we all laid it out on the counter and we spent a few minutes evaluating the foods that we collectively brought to this sort of stone soup. And we would choose and vote on ways that we wanted to cook that food together. And so Colby would be like, I think we should go Thai. And I was like, I think we should go Italian. And then we would collaborate on that meal together. And so these are simple ways that you as a friend group can start finding ways where you're wearing different hats and, to invest and, you're, in in, this and you're investing in yeah. we are going to make the best meal so that becomes a representation of anything else in your in your community anything else in the world where you're bringing something that seems like it's nothing my cucumber it wasn't enough for my dinner but when i bring it together with everyone else's bits then we have enough and so if we start to look at the
those metaphors and see them ripple out, then that may form something that becomes and a cooperative it, yeah, business between right. each and other. And we can bring these principles. We, we don't have to wait for it all to be figured out or for all the businesses in the world to switch over. I love that, that you said that because it's about cultivating our value, reappropriating our value in all these little ways that's mm-hmm. available to us all right now, yep. today. Yep. And yes, so let's and see yourself we as valuable. We, we're conduits, conduits. Yes, yes. See that oh. your value is allowing oh. the flow to flow through and that you're just a light bulb. Freaking shine. And the reward, <laughs> the reward is the risk. Yes. The risk is the reward. And there's really no risk in bringing, if we're going to think of it as a metaphor of the stone soup, there is risk in me sitting at home looking at my empty cupboards. But when I can take that thing that I have and bring it to the group, then we have a bounty. And there was really no risk in me leaving my house to go and share this. Right. It was a risk of me actually well, being isolated Well, and then, then that, I feel like that's alone. the perfect way to close because even the idea of risk is that I have this thing that I could lose that's finite. And if I give it and I and I can't, I have to give it in a way that knows I'm not going to lose it, right? And when we are in flow, when the new paradigm is about knowing, we're all connected and there is infinite energy yes. free and available to us. Yep. And so how could there ever be any risk of losing anything because it's all already here and it's all already us. Exactly. Yeah. So see the infinite instead of the finite. Yes. I Yay. love you so much. I love you so much. Mm. We we love you and we look forward to more invitations from you to play in your realms and please just keep sharing this and sharing yourself with the world and growing Thank what we so can. Thank you so much for listening and uh, being we'll here. We'll see you next time. See you time. next time.